Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome to the Bright Red Podcast. This is episode 25, and we got uh, returning members. We are Austin TV, Hernan uh, and Bali. How you guys doing, man? Doing good, bro. Real good, man. Happy to How be here, hope? back to back. Yeah. Nope. Back to back. Nice, back to We're back. going two for two. Um, appreciate you guys coming back. Uh, what do you guys think about this weather? Crazy times, crazy times. It actually really sucks, man. It really sucks because we don't know how to act in this weather, man. It's just not something that we're used to. It's super cold, man. Facts. And then on on uh, Monday, it keeps bouncing from zero to three to seven. <laughs> like, what the hell are we gonna do? People can't drive, obviously. Man, it's it's gonna be nuts, man. But it'll be gone soon, and we'll be at like seventy five degrees, I think, by next Monday. Yeah, typical Austin. Hey, but zero degrees though. Monday. That's, that's crazy, man. Yeah, I've never. Hey, I've never seen that. I don't think I've seen it either here in here in Austin. No, that's just I think the coldest weather since like the eighteen hundreds. Yeah. <laughs> that's some like that's Celsius shit, bro. This yeah, man. Fahrenheit, it's gonna bro. suck. Crazy. It's gonna suck. Bring your pets inside for sure. <laughs> Facts. Um well today we I think we're gonna have a good episode because we got a lot to talk about. We have Pochettino. We're gonna look at our midfield options, we're gonna look at MLS uh kickoff preseason we're gonna talk about other teams orlando making moves cincinnati making moves um it's getting real competitive and then we're also going to talk about some of your questions that you asked uh we're austin tv so um let's go ahead and get it started man pochettino um you guys want to go over first you know like his uh where, where he comes from how old he is some of his stats and then we can go over how he benefits us in the midfield yeah, so, you know, whenever we had first, like, found out that we were linked with this guy, when the first rumors came out, you know, I kind of, like, dug into him. So, I guess we can get started off with, like, the facts. Facts. He's right-footed. He's 25. He's from uh, Rafaela, Argentina. That's what it says on on transfer market. But I saw somewhere else that he was from some other place. Uh, the position he plays, midfield, obviously, he can play defensive mid, center mid, and then that's center at attacking mid. Um, mm-hmm. The market value that he has is 5.83 mil. But apparently we bought this guy for 2.5 mil. Bargain, dude. Bargain. But I'm I'm pretty sure he's making a bank salary. Bank <laughs> salary. And yeah. um, one of my inside sources, which I'm not going to name, one of my, oof, man, this is great fountain of source from inside <laughs> the uh, club. He told uh, me that... Uh, this is thanks to uh, Claudio Reina. So, shout out to him. This is a major signing. Shout and he's the one that actually pulled it off. Wow. Shout out, Reina. For real, dude. Big shout out. Talk about the importance of having uh, Claudio Reina be the sporting director, bro. Yeah, I think that's one of, the, one of the big things that we actually have in this club. Because, like I said in one of the other parts, um, whenever I heard that he was going to be with us, I knew that we were going to bring some, like, stars, you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe not, like, stars, but I knew he was going to bring a good project because mm-hmm. he put uh, New York City on the map, really. Mm-hmm. Like, he he left that club in, you know, in great hands, honestly. Agreed. Yeah, I agree, too. I agree. Um, so, yeah, uh, pretty young guy, still 25, I think, right? Yeah, 25. Uh, That's prime time. Hell yeah. He's young as hell. <laughs> young as hell. And, like, I love how more and more and more just young, really exciting, like, South American players just keep coming into the league, man. They're going to set this league on fire. For sure, bro. Yeah, this season, for sure, yeah. MLS has definitely gotten, like, a bunch of players out of nowhere. You know? Yeah. Body? Like, stupid crazy. Yeah, and I, I watched some of his highlights, and... He, he has, he's uh, like the whole package: free kicks, outside the box, inside the box, fast. So let's see what let's see how he performs in the MLS. One thing that uh, that I don't really seem to comprehend or 
understand or maybe some Boca fans can you know tell me or message me or something like that but you know how did he only play five minutes for uh Boca Juniors you know what I'm saying I don't get that what what is what is going on there what happened for real do you know backstory to that I don't know no idea although he he Mm -hmm. uh definitely went out in other teams he played for Defensa y Justicia he had 47 Mm -hmm. games there with uh, Talleres, Club Atlético Talleres, where we got him. 60 games, 6 goals, 10 assists. You know what I mean? But just 5 minutes with Boca. And I don't really get that because Austin FC is kind of trying to, trying to brand like this Boca Juniors player. You know what I mean? They're trying to like hype this guy's name with Boca. But he only played 5 minutes. That's what I don't get. You know, credit to him. He seems like he's a great player. Like, you know, he seems that he knows what to do on the ball, how to make like uh, passes, uh, space, long shots, and all that stuff, but they're trying to brand him as his bulk up player, and I don't really get it. Uh, I, I, th- I think, I think, because uh, I can see that he was Boca Juniors too, and so he probably did really good, is what I'm guessing, in the in the youth academies, maybe, and there was like tons of hype, but you know how sometimes like some players. They like get overhyped in the academy, and then they just need a few seasons to kind of like. Because people, I think, expect too much, but I don't know. I know what you mean, man. But I mean, we'll I was looking does. at some of his uh, YouTube stuff, and he honestly reminds me of Shabby uh, Alonso. That is, you know what I mean, with those long balls. Like this dude can cross the field. Mm. He can cross the ball. Like he's a magician on the ball. You know he. He knows how to break lines through the midfield. He knows how to take the ball up. You know what I mean? He knows how to make those key passes. One thing I saw is that he likes to shoot from way out, dude. He does not care. Mm-hmm. He is he's not he's not necessarily selfish, but he is he Confident. has no shame. No shame. He will take a shot from the outside. But he could work on his shot power because I saw most of his shots bouncing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They take that dip, most of them. Excuse me. But um I'm really excited to see this guy link up with the likes of uh, Cecilio, uh, Danny Hosen. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I feel like this dude is really going to complete this team that we're trying to build. Yeah, definitely. And if you, if you hear Reina, Reina's excited. He's hyping them up. Mm-hmm. So I definitely feel like we just, he's starting, no doubt. No doubt in my mind, he's starting. Yo, now that you say that, Bowie. Here's I want to talk about that a little bit. Here's what Claudio Reyna said exactly. He said, We're excited that he has chosen Austin as his next step in his career progression. Tomas will be an extremely important player for Austin FC, and he will contribute significantly to the development of our attack as a creative threat. There you go. I mean, like, I so. that is as clear as water that he's playing yeah. number 10, bro. No doubt that he's playing and he's starting, bro. No doubt. Damn. So he's going to no be doubt. 10? I think he's going to be a 10, bro. Number yeah. 10 for sure. I think so. Because sure. nowhere in this, in this, um, like that I've seen about Pochettino and Wolf and, and Reina talking about him, they don't talk about, they talk about his versatility, but they double down on the attacking. Because look at what Josh Wolf said. He would offer us p- uh, pace and versatility in the midfield, and we're confident that he will make an immediate impact on our attacking, th- uh, attacking end. I mean, another. No, nothing about defensive or or anything about that. Yeah, exactly. There's this uh, there's this stat about mm-hmm. him. Uh, his highest ratings come from the center midfield. You know what I'm saying? Like playing like right in the middle, like by himself at the like tip, you know, like at the very tippy mm-hmm. top. So I'm pretty sure that's what, probably where they're gonna play him. Like you guys are saying, number ten. You know what I mean? He was he was averaging a match rating of seven point three four. You know what I mean? I feel like if, if that's what he does every game, uh, hopefully it's higher for us. You know what I'm saying? But mm. a seven point three four, it's not that bad, man. Honestly, I wouldn't bad. take it. Uh, he's he's gonna be key in set pieces. I feel like we're gonna be threats in those mm. fucking set pieces. But we got uh, Cecilio Pochettino. We got Romagna. Roma. <laughs> Romagna for the headers. We're bro. gonna be, we're gonna be solid with those set pieces, bro. Real solid. I'm also curious to see who's gonna take uh, uh, penalties because there was this highlight that uh, uh, Pochettino had where he mm-hmm. took a penalty 
And this dude rifled it into the top corner, bro. No games. Just boom to the top <laughs> corner. So I'm also curious to see who's going to take PKs. Yeah. Sure. That's going to be interesting. In uh, 2020, one more thing we can add to the Pochettino topic is that he had 28 appearances, four goals, seven assists, four yellow cards in uh, almost 2,000 minutes. So... I guess he's kind of coming in hot. Four goals, seven assists, and twenty-eight appearances. That's not bad. I think, I think he won uh, best player for the Diego Armando Maradona Cup. You're right. That's true. So he's definitely on. He's definitely uh, heating up. Yeah. Um. So now that we have Butch, uh, how do you guys think the midfield is gonna look? What do you think, Bali? I think um, Pochettino, number 10, Ring, and uh, Fagundes. I think so. Mm-hmm. Pochettino, Ring, Fagundes. Do you think so. we're going to go more forward or do you think we're going to go more uh, defensive? I think we're going defensive. You think we're going defensive? Damn, I don't huh? know. I don't know. I think bro. attacking, bro. I think more I think. more attacking because me, me, me for He's scared, my bro. midfield, I got <laughs> Pochettino, right, and uh, Fagundes up top, and then behind them, I want Ring. I want Ring just being yeah. there, cleaning anything up because Fagundes is a player that I'm thinking doesn't really like to come back down. You know what I mean? He likes to just kind of create his stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and true. do whatever he has to do. Pochettino, on the other hand, is kind of known for dropping back, but also going forward. So I feel like Pochettino is going to be box to box, whereas Fagundes, if he kind of like doesn't really put in the effort, he might even lose his spot to like uh, uh, Danny Pereira, which is going to be mm-hmm. uh, interesting to watch. Who's going to win that uh, battle? Because out of everybody in the midfield, I feel like there's the only two players that are on there, like for sure, for sure, Pochettino and Ring. I feel like those two players mm-hmm. are are, go- are gonna start. They have to start. Yeah. The, the question is who is, is gonna join those two players? But for sure, for sure, like we were saying, Pochettino is gonna play 10. Yeah, He's gonna sure. play I 10. I think so. I think He's so. playing it's number so 10. Crazy, bro. It's so crazy how competitive the midfield is, bro. I mm-hmm. mean, Wolf goes in there and he says, you know, it doesn't matter how much we paid for you, Whoever performs is playing. Whoever doesn't perform is going to sit on the bench. You know? Mm-hmm. You think I'll, he's going to say that? I want him. Well, I hope he does. What if he loses control of this locker room, bro? bro that what are we going to do? That could happen. Is, there's so many midfielders there. Everyone wants to everyone, everyone wants to start, bro. Come on, bro. Pochettino's going to say, Pasa la pelota, boludo. Cecilio, pasame la pelota. La concha de tu madre. Bro, I can already see. Yeah, I cannot. <laughs> uh, I think um, it's tough. It's, it's tough, bro. It's competitive. Because for, to be quite frank, um, whenever this Pochettino thing started and I started like looking into him, I thought he was going to be more like a box-to-box number eight. Um, and the more, you know, like, like I said, that I saw Claudio Reyna's statements, Josh Wolf's statements, the, it threw me off because... That's kind of like I was uh, picturing your formation, Hernan, with um, Fagundes, Pochettino, and Ring. But if Pochettino is going to be expected to deliver a lot on the attacking end, I feel like you wouldn't want to put both Pochettino and Fagundes together because Ring is going to be by himself, essentially. So I don't know. Yeah. We could also see uh, uh, Segura coming in the mix. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Segura también. I'm telling you, it's competitive, bro. It's, it's gonna competitive, be competitive, bro. Yeah. You know what? That lineup, that first game, is gonna be like, okay, like, let's see, like, you, honestly, you can't even like say it's this is gonna be the starting lineup. Like, it could be anything, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's, it's really gonna come down to who's gonna try the hardest. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it is. Because I wonder who's really like thinking in their head, like, yo, like I'm gonna fucking try. You know, my hardest to try to get in this team. And I feel like uh, Romagna 
and uh, Pereira are just two players that just their minds are in it, bro. You know what I'm saying? I feel right. like they're they're gonna they're gonna have a really good season, both of those players. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know why the club hasn't come out with pictures of these guys and the kids yet, bro. It's kind of pissing Yo, me off. For real. Yeah. What's really up is. with that? That's true. They I need like, about that. They need some type of photo shoot with the kids, you know? Every, it's all been models on fucking MLS.com, mm-hmm. Adidas.com, all that bullshit. Every, everyone's in quarantine. They're signing everyone's Pochettino sign. He's probably quarantined right now. I wonder if he's here already. I think so. I hope so. I haven't I, heard anything about that. I think they might post a picture of him at the stadium, you know, with the jersey, you know. I'm just yeah. happy. I'm just happy. We're gonna get to see Pochettino combine with Cecilio, essentially maybe Fagundes. You know what I'm saying? Because, mm-hmm. dude, our our midfield has the potential to be incredible. Honestly. Yeah, honestly, it does. Honestly, I think it does. Yeah, very solid, man. I think. The two things that would need help in our in our team right now, maybe our attack, like our number nine, is not that mm-hmm. solid yet. Yeah. And our 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 defense could use a little bit of help because I'm curious to see how Romagna is gonna play with Beasler. Does Beasler speak uh, 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 Spanish or no? No idea, bro. Uh, maybe he does. Let me do I wonder if, I can do a quick, if he quick does Google speak search. Spanish because probably does. I've met. He's played uh, Romagna, uh, and he doesn't speak like no English, bro. So that's gonna be real interesting how they're gonna talk because yeah. Like, you hey, know, remember I said, bro, lang- that I, I was feeling that South America vibe, bro. Language is key, bro. Yeah, it bro. is key. And we have a lot of South America players, so that's key, bro. Bro, bro, okay. what if? What if? Wolf shocks everybody, and he comes out with Cascante and Romagna as center backs. Ooh, that wouldn't be that bad, bro. That wouldn't be that bad. You got that Spanish um, speaking uh, pair right there. Yeah, and I believe Cascante is still young. Beasler's kind of the age that's on the way out. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm. So he he might just be kind of like a locker room presence, honestly. What if what if he doesn't even make it into the starting lineup? Because I've seen a lot of people have him on their uh, uh, defense. But what if what if he doesn't even make it on there? What if it's Nick Lima, Ramo, uh, Romagna, Cascante, and Ben Sweat? That's not a bad defense. That could work. Yeah, that's not, not a bad. bad. That's that's not bad. That's Damn. not bad. And even if he wants to make it even better, we could do Nick Lima, Romagna, Cascante. And uh, Jimenez, because Jimenez mm-hmm. can also play uh, left back. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's competitive all around. I think so. Wow. I think something. Wolf, Wolf he, he got a big plate. Big job. <laughs> big job. Big job. But, I mean, I guess we kind of we kind of wandered off the main topic about the uh, midfield. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sorry about that. But the the midfield options look good. I guess we can say. Very good. They look good. I think so. Midfield think... options look good. Hey, it's competitive, and that's what we need, bro. Yeah, and and versatile. I yep. think that's a lot yes. of the word that keeps getting uh, uh set by them. Um, so we got MLS coming up. Uh, still some things to kind of um, put to rest, but we do have a preseason date. And we have a kickoff date. So they recently got pushed back, right, Hernan? And uh, the preseason is what, March 8th? March 8th, yes, sir. And kickoff is April 17th? April 17th, April 18th. That's the weekend that I got pushed back to. Originally, it was the third and the fourth. But uh, after this, I think after the CBA was signed, it was announced that the season was pushed back two weeks to the 17th and 18th. Yeah, I think that's great. Because uh, it allows, hopefully, I think it was a win-win for everybody. <clears throat> uh, more time to get in shape, um, and COVID, you know, money. Yeah. It's like, yeah. yo, with the vaccines hopefully coming out soon, it's like, mm-hmm. can we get more people in the stadium? Exactly. Type situation. That's what we want. Also, I think maybe some people are monitoring 
the Florida Super Bowl situation. I mean, Florida's crazy anyways, but mm-hmm. they let a lot of people into the uh, Super Bowl. So oh, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm curious to see how, if, if that's going to come into play whenever we're, you know, playing some of these other teams, if we can go into the stadiums and stuff like that. Because, you know, uh, when Austin plays uh, game day one, I'm going to try to go to the first game, you know. So that's a question that's going to mm-hmm. pop up later on. On if they're gonna let away fans into uh, some of these games, I hope they do. And even like even us, bro. Like, what happens if this shit gets extended, or like, or or we can't go in the stadium? Like, what's gonna happen to our memberships? You know what I that mean? That is like, a really good question, man. Yeah. Or 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 how are they gonna choose who goes in and who 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 can't go into the stadium? You know? Yeah. There you go. Maybe, maybe like gold members first, maybe. Maybe. Or maybe they'll just like raffle, like they'll maybe email you and say, hey, you're selected to go to this game. And then mm-hmm. the week after that, maybe you'll not get the email, you know, or I, I don't know. But I feel like here in Austin, because it's in uh, uh, Texas, I feel like they might do a full capacity. I, I, <laughs> I think. I think. Exactly. I doubt it. You don't think so? In uh, June? I doubt it, bro. I feel like maybe like 50%. In June, though? I don't yeah. know, man. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm very happen. hopeful. Just, just, just hopeful. about it, bro. Like, full capacity. Everyone everyone that's going to the game has to show, like, a COVID test. What do you think? I think so. I think that's going to be, like, everyone has to show a COVID test. You do that. Really? Yeah, like when I went to Alaska, uh, they have literally like a whole system where you you upload your like your COVID result into like this app, this website, and that's how they let you fly. But that's how they let me fly. That's interesting. But I don't think they're gonna. I don't know if it's gonna get to that point. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, maybe they can have people checking uh, temperatures. You yeah, know what I'm saying? like a pluggers. Yeah, just like at pluggers. Just well, they, they might oh, they might have that little machine where you just pass you pass by. You know, fans could just pass by like a disinfectant machine that they got. You seen them? I've Something seen one like. of those. That'd be dope. That would be dope. But I mean, April seventeenth and eighteenth. Hopefully, that's when we get our first dub. Hmm. And if we that, that, if uh, we get the first dub, that'll be major, bro. Yeah. I can't wait to see the 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 schedule. See who we play first. Same. Oh man, Same. the schedule. The schedule is gonna be um, like a like a big moment for us. Yeah, can't wait for big that. Big moment for us. So what if? Okay, what if the first game we play Houston Dynamo? I, I would love it. That would be dope, well, right? Well, one thing we can uh, talk about real quick. They were talking about. Uh, for uh, preseason games, playing only FC Dallas and uh, Houston Dynamo. That's dope. Preseason matches. That would be pretty cool. I wonder if they would let fans in, though. You know, that would be cool. You know, maybe get to see, you know, how our team is going to come out and play. I wonder if Josh Wolf is going to try some stuff out, you know what I mean, to see what he got going on. Because I'm Danny Pereira. Some Danny Pereira, that's exactly what I was going to say, man. He had five goals and five assists, bro, last year. He could be that great number eight. He could. Yeah, exactly. And he's fast. He's fast. He's fast, and he says, he says that he's ready. That's what he told me. He says, yo, I'm ready. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be in it. And he says that his mind is in the right place. So That's what's up. We're going to see. We're going to see. I don't know. A lot of great options, bro. Um, other teams are, are stacking up pretty well, though. I think we also got to, like, Oof. take yeah, some yeah. time and, like, recognize, like, MLS is making some big moves. It kind of sucks that this, this season is the season that they all decide to all make big moves. I feel like everybody is mm-hmm. signing big players. Right when, right when we come in the league and we actually look at, like, if you mm-hmm. ask me... Two months ago, how good our chances were, I would be like, you know, I feel like they're, they're kind of good because 
MLS really wasn't, you know, that that hot. But, you know, right now, bro, the MLS is going to be hot. It's going to be insane for us. It got it got way harder, bro. So many players are starting to come into this league and it's going to be really really good this season. Yeah, it's competitive, bro. All these teams are getting great players in, so it just got harder for us. Bali, who did uh, Atlanta United get? Uh, Atlanta United, they got uh, midfielder Santiago Sosa, 21 years old, DM, $6 million. Damn. $6 million. 21, and he's young, 21 years old. That's kind of expensive for a 21-year-old, right? What do you think? Is he good, though? I think it's, it's decent. You think he's worth it? Hey, River Plate. That's who he was with? You know yeah, you know it's competitive. Yeah. Yeah. It's competitive at River Plate, bro. Yeah, I mean, I guess. But, I mean, one of the signings that I'm most worried about, bro, is uh, uh, Pato. Pato, hey, bro. That we were just talking about that last week? Oh. We were just talking about it. We were just talking about it, bro. Yeah. Pato you know, with Nani. With Nani, bro. <laughs> bro, and with Pareja, bro. Yeah, they got Pareja's a coach. Like, I love that dude. Like, he can make his teams play. And, you know, if he has a lot of service, it, he could he could snap, dude. It's going to be interesting watching those those teams, man, because Florida has two good teams now, bro. Uh, they have uh, Miami, where uh, Pipita is at, uh, Pizarro. You know what I mean? They 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 got a new coach, right? Uh, Gary Neville. Yeah, Gary Neville. That's a new coach. So wait, it's, I think it's, Phil Neville. Or right? Phil Neville? Or or which one's the? One of the Nevilles, bro. One of the Nevilles, bro. I don't know if it's one of the Phil. Nevilles. One of the Nevilles. Yeah, one of the Nevilles. Yeah, one I, of I, the Nevilles. But they got a good team there too, bro. They do. The MLS is it, it's a good league. People like to shit on it because you know. You know, they've never won this, they never won that. You know, okay, cool, yes, true. But it's not a shit league, you know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. this is, this league's getting better every year. This yeah. year, it's, it's going to be hot. Just watch, bro. Yeah, it's going to be fire. And I agree. I think we got a shot. I, I think, think we got we, a I nice think shot. Um, I think... Uh... Okay, I, I think it's a good spot to bring uh, one of the fan questions. Oh, yeah, this um, is uh, a question from uh, Conejo, Bali. Conejo, Conejo. My boy Conejo. Uh, let's see. Conejo said... Um, where is it? Oh, uh, it says thoughts on where we'll end up in spending compared to the rest of the league. No, wait, hold on. My fault. Esa no es. He he has the one about uh about the realistic expectations. Oh, mm-hmm. okay, okay, okay. Let's answer that one first. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Realist- That's a great question. That's a great question, man. Yeah, I what think, you guys think? At, least, at least playoffs. I would I would want at least playoffs, but I don't. If we don't make it, it's okay. You know, I don't expect this to be. I don't expect this to be like, be like uh. Oh, and five right at the beginning, you know, like at least like uh, win some, lose some. Just go out there and fight first season. And if we make the playoffs, that's a plus, honestly. First season playoffs, that'll be good. Uh, I'm on the same boat. I'm on the same boat. I think uh, I think Austin FC can be considered uh, contending for the title. I think in about three seasons, bro. I think in about three seasons, uh, we could talk about title. I think first season, we should be happy with playoffs. At the very least, bro, happy with what we see. Like, because yeah. mistakes can happen. That's fine. It's a new season. The players are getting to know each other. Uh, there's going to be mistakes. But as, as long as we see them, like, communicating well and, like, trying, I think I think we're solid. I think I'm gonna push it, bro, and I'm gonna say I'm gonna say two seasons, Oof. two to three seasons, two to three seasons, two to three seasons, because I feel like we're getting 
some hungry players all around. You know, I feel like Cecilio is going to come hungry, bro. I feel like Kekuta uh, uh, Mane is going to come like he has something to prove because he's from here. You know what I'm saying? I feel like he has something to, to prove, you know. he's He know, like, this is his town, you know. And there's other players on the team that mean business, you know. They really, really mean business. And our uh, sporting director, he knows what he's doing. And we're 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 being sold off on this coach that, you know, is so good, you know, this poster boy, Josh Wolf, this that everybody loves him. If he is as good as they say he is, I feel like we're gonna have a good team where we're gonna make a really good run. You know? Mm-hmm. I feel like goals are gonna come from all around in this team. Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe the number nine position isn't something that we need to kind of stress about that much because we have goals from all around on the team that mm-hmm. looks like they're trying to build. Yeah, I agree with that. I think so too, man. That's a, that's a great, that's a great point because yeah. you could really spread the wealth when it comes to goals, not really rely on one player, just kind of yeah. like they, they, they do really come from everywhere. Even Romagna in the back, he's going to be a yeah. threat. Corner case. Yeah. On those set pieces. Yeah. Those set pieces are, are going to be major for us. Um, let's let's go over some more fan questions from y'all. Let's let's actually use the one that I spoiled from the Daily Chris. Uh, thoughts on where we'll end up in spending compared to the rest of the league? Mm. What do you guys think? I say we're going to be like, mm, if you look at it like league-wise, I say Europa League spot. You know what I'm saying? Not like we're not spending more than, you know, teams, but we're also we're also coming in, you know, dropping dimes. You know, we got this guy that's worth, what, like 5.83 mil, but we got him mm-hmm. for 2.5, which is a steal. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I feel like we we're definitely coming in hot in the league, but we're not outspending some of these teams. We're definitely making a splash, but we're not poking our head out too much. Yeah, and it's our first season too, so it's going to take maybe next season, just little by little, but definitely not. All these teams are spending. You know, FC Cincinnati, you know what I'm saying? All these teams are spending. How much did they buy that guy for? Uh, He's from Brazil, right? uh, Million. Bernard Sauso da Silva. Bernard. 21 years old, bro. 21? 13 million, bro. That's 13 mil? 13, 13 mil. That's a lot. Damn. Bro, that's that's what almost that's... three times the MLS uh, uh, salary budget. Almost three times. Bro, when you, you just said uh, you compared it to like spending to like Europa level uh, budget. I think that even makes sense with, like, this signing. Like, this is a signing that Sevilla could have made, bro. You know, like, 13 mm-hmm. mil for a young Brazilian striker. Like, those are Sevilla, those type of teams, like, moves. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was definitely shocked whenever I first saw that that kid was going to uh, Cincy. Because that kid could have gone to Europe, man. He could have gone to, he could have gone to, like you said, uh, Sevilla, maybe, like, to uh, Granada mm-hmm. or... You know what I mean? Some some teams like that. He could have gone to uh, French League One. Yeah. He could have walked on to like uh, Marseille. Yeah. Now, I heard also that um that he there was a uh, Europe uh, offers like from uh from Europe also and from um uh, and, and Brazil. So there was offers, but he said that Cincinnati was where where he where he felt like that was the right spot for him. So that's insane, bro. He's gonna pretty much be like their. Uh, franchise player, you know, they pretty much sold him that, you know, told him that they're going to build all over him, all around him. That's their project for the next five years. And you know what? They they actually got a steal because he was he. They supposedly they wanted between forty five to sixty million at the beginning. <sighs> so that 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 was what their mark was at. That's how much they, he was going to be for sale. But COVID hit, all this stuff hit. So Damn. so, uh, and I heard that Cincinnati just went. You know what? Just drop the money. 17. Damn. I mean, I mean, 13 million. Boom. 
And they were like, all right, we're happy with that. Damn. I wonder I I wonder if that's true. That's crazy. They just yeah. dropped the cash, dropped the bag on them. And I heard that. So Yo, that's, everybody's spending crazy, bro. Everyone is spending. But that's the thing, like MLS is I think such a it's going to be one of the most financially stable leagues in the world, if not the most stable. And it's just yeah. going to be it's going to be the destination, bro. Just give it just give it 5-10 years and Ooh. it's going to be it's going to be top level. In five to ten years, this league is going to see some top talents, bro. Yeah. It's going to see some top talents. And honestly, I can kind of see it going over the Liga MX in the long run. In 100%. the long haul. In the long haul. You know, down down the line, sooner or later, USA is, is going to realize, like, yo, we can really make some money off of these games. You know what I mean? And they're going to really market final cups they're gonna market the you know open cup and all that stuff and they're gonna cash in on this and soccer is gonna just boom the country bro the money money talks money talks man yeah. money talks dude soccer is gonna take over this country bro that's why the world cup coming to this country mm-hmm. at the time that it's coming is the perfect time because yep. i've been saying this bro I, I, i've been saying this usa is gonna do good in the coming World Cup, but the but the World Cup that's gonna be here, they're top contenders to take it, bro. Because all these young kids are gonna be experienced. I feel like in this next uh, in this next World Cup, their hearts are gonna get broken. They're gonna do good, but their hearts are gonna get broken, and they're gonna get better. You know, they're gonna get better every year. And by the time that the World Cup comes to those turfs, Pulisic is gonna be in his prime. All those young kids are going to be in their prime. Gio Reyna is going to be in in his prime. And, bro, I feel like they're top four in the, you know, in the World Cup that's going to be here. What is that, 2026? Mm Mm-hmm. 2026, bro. USA top contenders for it. Watch. They better be, bro. Watch, bro. We got to go to those games, too. Hell yeah, dude. Um... Let's go on to another question. This is actually pretty well, uh, uh, pretty cool. Uh, is this from Danny? I hope I'm pr- doing this one right. Danny B- uh, Bandes, Bendes, D N Y B N D Z. Danny Bands. Danny Bands. That's one of uh, the one of the guys. I bet. Shout out Danny. Shout out Danny Bands. <laughs> uh, Geo to Austin FC. <laughs> nah, man. <laughs> who? Wait, wait, wait. Who? Gio? Gio who? Who? We're okay. Who? Who's that? Dos Santos, huh? Dos yeah. Santos, right? Nah, we. I don't. Uh, uh. Gio, hey, hey, hey. Gio Reina. Gio Reina. I love that. <laughs> Giovanni Dos Santos to Austin FC. I don't want it to happen, but no. can it happen? Maybe. 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 Do not Maybe. count yeah. it out of your plans because he's definitely a. a a player that will attract a lot. You know, he's gonna he's gonna sell jerseys for you. He's gonna make people go to the games because whenever you say his name, people think of that goal. Oh, you, yeah. you you know what goal, goal I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. So whenever you hear Gio, you think of like a you know the you think of like a show. You know, you think of a kid that's gonna go out on the field and gonna shock everybody and just do all, all these things, but you know, lately he hasn't been that. The past couple of years, he's definitely lost that spark. So if he comes to Austin FC, I feel like it would be just to sell jerseys. That's a hot take. I feel I, like he would just sell I'm jerseys. Good on, I'm good on Gio. I'm good. And I uh, think right now he's he's making six mil per year. I do I want to pay him that? Do I want to pay him that? Nope. nope. No. But nope. would I buy his jersey? Yes. And also oh. FC, yes, I would. I would. Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree. Um even if like even if we could afford him, I, I don't know, because he has been playing I think like more of as a second striker uh in America, I think, for the past few seasons. Yeah. So he he's not even like a nominal number nine, you know, kinda like what we're looking for. So I don't know, man. 
I don't think this is even feasible just because of his position. I don't know. I, I think he was brought into that club to kind of take over that team, and now you don't even hear his name. Uh, the one that is pretty much boss-hogging that team is uh, Cordova, and he's balling. He is a baller. Cordova is a baller. Watch out for that, dude, man. That is Mexico's best footballer right now, other than Tecatito, obviously, Chucky. You know what I'm saying? He's the best Mexican footballer in Mexico. Let's put it like that. I like Macias, bro. JJ Macias is good. He is. He is really good. They're, I've been, they're both up there. That that was a, one of the first few players I I've, I've always wanted for Austin FC is JJ Macias, bro. Yeah. But he's expensive, dude. Really yeah. expensive. Really expensive. I don't think we could afford him. Maybe uh, maybe in like two or three seasons, as like a DP. I feel like we could. You know what I mean? Because Chivas has this trend of selling their strikers. Yeah. To uh, uh, MLS teams like Alan Polido is in Kansas mm-hmm. City. La uh, La just mm-hmm. joined Carlos Fierro in uh, San Jose. Pizarro is in Miami. So mm-hmm. Chivas has that trend of selling their players to MLS yeah. clubs. And then uh, Omar Bravo was Kansas City's DP signing a couple years back. Yo, that's true. I forgot about that, bro. God. Yeah. Yeah. Remember that. Chivas wow. has that that uh, trend, you know. So we're gonna see something. We're gonna see something from uh, from uh, JJ Macias coming to the MLS soon. I guarantee you. I, I wish we could get a. I wish we could get a, a Jesus Tecatito Corona. That would be <laughs> too good, bro. Too good. Uh, imagine he's in form. Austin FC jersey. Cop, cop, buying three. I'm buying three. That probably would be one of the most selling shirts in the league. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He would um, be a game changer, bro. But just yeah. a dream. Um, you boy, Rico? Yeah, I think that's a that's a perfect question to follow up this, this topic. Go it? for it. Go for it. ¿Qué mexicano vamos a contratar? Un saludo para Rigo, though. Realistically, realistically, yeah. let's 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 put our feet on the ground and let's talk Mexican players who we could sign. Andres Guardado. He actually snubbed uh, Charlotte. Did y'all see that? A couple I weeks back. That. Yeah, he actually snubbed Charlotte. He said that he's not going to to Charlotte. That he's happy where he's at, but he said he's. Not going to Charlotte. He ain't saying nothing about Austin FC. But realistically, realistically, I think, bro, that we could get Chicharito nah. from LA. From LA. You and think so, bro? A bunch of people give me shit for this, but he's just in a bad spot. He's in a, he's in bad form. He's in bad dip. I feel like he's one of the players. That if you surround him with the right talent, he could definitely, you know, suit back up. Because you just, if you put him at at nine, he has that 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 talent for being at the right place at the right time. That's his whole style. That's his whole style. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I feel like we could see Chicharito in, in Austin FC down the line. Um, other Mexican players we could sign or we should sign, I'd say, is uh, Hector Moreno. I don't know if you saw, but he is not re-signing with his team in uh, Dubai. So he's going to be on the market soon. Somebody the, we should the rumors were hot. Around. Yeah. Those rumors were hot, so we should keep an eye on that guy. What do you guys think? What uh, Mexican players? Hector Moreno, for sure. Hector, Hector Moreno, Romagna. Picture that. <laughs> That'd be nice. That'd be nice. And he fits the um, profile, I think. I think Hector Moreno, realistically, Hector. And honestly... To be real, bro, Gio could come to Austin, bro. FC. I don't think about think it. About it. Think about it, bro. bro. It's, hey, bro, it's where, very where realistic. Where would he play? Where would he play? He's going to try to be like CAM, bro. Knowing nah, him. Knowing him. Knowing him, he's going he's gonna to definitely try to be CAM. Yeah. Where else are you going to put him? Yeah, he's exactly. Not fast. He's not mm-hmm. fast to be on the left or on the right wings. He's going to have to be center with, like, no major, like, heavy roles because he's already getting older and I've never known him to be like a fast player that goes up and 
comes back down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, go ahead, man. No, I was just gonna say uh, I hadn't thought about the chicharito thing, but that honestly wouldn't like. He's in bad form. Uh, he's like an emotional player, you know. Like I feel like if he's surrounded with like high, high you know, good good vibes, positivity, he he'll do really good. Um, think about like the the impact he would have in Austin would be in, insane. I mean, it would oh, be yeah. like it would be insane. That would probably be the highest selling jersey right. in Bro. the MLS. That would explode. I think he sold a lot for uh, LA. You know what I mean? And their fans are kind of like the same kind of fans that we have here. Like we have a giant fan base kind of like mm-hmm. like theirs. So I feel like he would be a hit here. And also, But he gets a lot of shit from a bunch of people. But quick fact, I don't know if people forgot, but he's Mexico's top scorer. So he's literally Mexico's all-time leading scorer. You know what I mean? I feel like that's definitely something that could favor the team that he's on. But he just hasn't seemed to get the groove on in the team where he's at right now. I feel like he's going through some some personal stuff. Probably. I think he really is. Yeah, he would be a great number nine for us, though. Just picture him just holding the ball. Pochettino coming, you know, feeling Pochettino, uh, Rodney overlapping, overlapping, you know, just be, hey, it would be a good fit. It would be a good fit. He could play hey. that that second striker, that false nine. Yeah, false nine. And Chicharito would fit that perfectly. Mm-hmm. And also, if anybody is, you know, uh, hearing this or when you hear it, if you know any players you know, that would be good for this team from L3 or just that haven't been called up, you know, uh, uh, comment, let us know, you know, tell us, hey, no, man, this guy would be better for Austin MC because we've only mentioned just big-name players. There's also mm-hmm. some 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 smaller names out there that have, you know, big talent, you know, they just have really haven't got that big break yet. bunch of players out there like that. Big facts. Yeah, they're so... Uh, you know, there's a bunch of guys out like in Juarez. Oh, here's one big name that I wanted to mention. Marco Fabian. Right now, he's in Juarez. He's yeah. played in the MLS, and he's mm-hmm. played in Germany. But what do you think about him coming to us in the sea? Marco yeah. Fabian. Yeah, I thought that he, he's playing in Juarez right now, uh, but I'm good on him. You're good? I feel like he's 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 done. He's, he's done. done. Yeah, he's done. What about you, man? He was at Philly, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, I think Marquito. I think he's really talented, dude. He's really talented. Uh, but with Pochettino, I don't think he would fit. Uh, fit the system that we have now. But yeah, I think if we didn't have a number ten, I mean, he'd be. He'd be an interesting option. Yeah. Yeah, he would be. He would be. Yeah. Um, and then we got the last question from Agustin for Warte. Hope I said Shout it right. Shout out my boy Guti. Guti. Um, will Q2 be open for any friendly scrimmages, for example, the Mexican teams that come to, I'm assuming, Round Rock? Or so, RR? In... Uh, Round Rock, the Del Diamond. I know that they right. posted Chivas versus Tigres. I I've seen Chivas uh, Pachuca there. And uh, I feel like those are the games that he means. I, I think they could definitely bring those games to the uh, Q2 Stadium because they definitely will fit more people and they will get the people for those games 100%. But like anything bigger than those friendly games, I don't think we would get. I feel like they kind of always go to Houston or Dallas because those are the bigger stadiums. Like, let's say, like, a Mexico versus Costa Rica is always going to be, like, in Dallas or, or Houston or, like, a Mexico, uh, uh, USA. Same is always going to be in Houston or Dallas. I think maybe down the line, 10, 20 years, if the uh, stadium gets bigger, because I do know that they left the sides, the corners, uh, they left them pretty much open i guess well not necessarily open but they're gonna add more i think down the line that's what the plan was i think but um 
the Q2 Stadium for sure is going to get bigger down the line because Austin is just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. So they're going to add more seats to that place. So maybe one day we can see like a uh, Mexico versus USA or like a, a Brazil Argentina, Argentina World Cup semifinal. You know, but uh, one more one more thing to add on this. Uh, my dad told me one time he was like maybe Austin can host like uh, Ecuador versus Peru type game you know something real low-key yeah. something real low-key like that i think it's possible because we have a lot of cultures here i mean yeah i think that's why austin is going to be so important for the league because i think this is one of going to be one of the most like sought after games to go to like uh people are going to want to come to austin for yeah. for games so I, I can definitely see a lot of friendlies a lot of international uh situations like that because uh, Lofting has said that he wants the Q2 stadium to be like they're vouching for for international competition so I don't think it should be a surprise yeah I think so too I feel like they really want to get big games here and they're going to land them because people want to come to Austin like you said there's a bunch of businesses coming here a bunch of major businesses and there's also um, a bunch of fans every day that are on Twitter saying oh you know can't wait till we so we play y'all so we can go, you know, because people want to see the freaking Q2 Stadium. It's like the eighth wonder of the world almost. <laughs> <laughs> really is, man. Like, it's one of the nicest stadiums I've seen in a really long time. So Honestly. I'm I'm yeah. really happy to be in there, man. Obviously not game day one, but as soon as we can open, that's fine with me. Agreed. Um this is uh, just like a little thing that happened over the weekend. You know, Bayern beat Tigres, mm, yeah. World Cup champion. Yeah. Any thoughts on that game? Um, Bali, do you have any thoughts on it? I just saw the highlights. I didn't watch the game, but I just saw that Bayern won. But I, I heard uh, everyone, on, everyone on Twitter was saying that Tigres uh, played very well. Uh, they they were, they showed heart and they were, they were competitive. So yeah, you, I mean, did you watch it, H? I saw a glimpse of it. I was at uh, work and I had to go, you know, back and forth. But one of the things that I like to highlight, well, one of the couple things that I will highlight, the scoreline. Mm-hmm. You know, one zero mm-hmm. says a lot. You know, uh, although a goal was taken out because uh, Kimmich. Goal was counted off because um, somebody interfered with the ball. So VAR took one of their goals out. But, you know, at the end of the game, 1-0, that says a lot because uh, Barcelona, they got, you know, beat the F up 8-2. And Tigres only lost 1-0. And, you know, this is a very big stage. Tigres did not crumble. You know, I feel like um, I feel like they did good. You know, the fact that they, that they got there is very big, major. Uh, shout out to them. I did see that uh, Gignac almost scored a golazo, you know, but sometimes you make him, sometimes you don't. You know, we all know that he's a great player, and I feel like he's going to go to a maybe, well, no, he's he's kind of old, man, so I don't think he's going to go to, like, a bigger club. But I think he did good during this whole game, and I would like to see him maybe come to Austin FC one day. <laughs> That'd be insane. That would be insane. He does follow us on Twitter. Quick note. One of the very few teams that he follows on Twitter, Austin FC. Yo, and and we have the whole, like, Regio community over here in Austin. Like, yeah. he, he identifies himself a lot with the with the people of Monterrey. So, like, that would be pretty cool. Yeah, man. But I did see on uh, 433 that uh, Nahuel, uh, Tigres goalie, he went up to uh, Lewandowski yeah, after the that. game, and he asked him if the ball hit him in his hand. So <laughs> I thought that yeah. was pretty funny. I thought that was pretty funny. It did, didn't it? I think yes. it did, man. I think it did. It That's did. what they're saying. So, man. So let's say, let's say goal, I'm um, sorry, let's say VAR would have called off that goal, 0-0, extra time. That's Ooh. major. Taking Bayern to extra time is is pretty damn huge so you know just uh tigres all around they did good shout out to them and i i feel like they definitely set the bar high for the teams in the mls t 
teams in La Liga, uh, you know, all those teams. MX, South America, they really set the bar high. For sure. I agree, man. Shout out to Tigres. Cause Shout out to Tigres. I think, like, I saw from, like, minute 60 onwards. Uh, so pretty much, like, almost almost the, sec- the second half. And, I mean, Bayern was all over Tigres. But Nahuel Guzman had a good game. I think he had, like, eight saves. Nice. Um, and Tigres did what they could going forward. But, obviously, I mean, you're going against Bayern, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's so. not- Would you say Bayern is the best team in the world right now? Facts. Yeah, yeah I think okay. so, yeah. too. I, I think, think they're... They, they might not be the most flashy, but they are definitely the best team. You know, like the best all-around team. Uh, I saw that Hansi Flick, their coach, has more trophies than losses. I did see that too. Six six trophies, five losses. Crazy stat. That is insane. They they have one of the best teams out there right now, and they completely thrashed Barcelona. I'm I'm sorry to mention that twice, but they thrashed (laughs) Barcelona. Chill, bro. Eight two, man. That's unheard of. I'm sorry, that's unheard of. And it could have been fucking. It could have been twelve. Thirteen. It could have like, been twelve. It was bad. Could have been twelve, man. It was so bad. But I guess we can say shout out Tigres, and it leaves the door open for Austin FC to be the first team from the MLS to win. First of all, the Concacaf Champions League and the Club World Cup. So. Yeah. We'll see. Who do you think that can compete right now with Tigres from MLS? Maybe, I mean, on paper, maybe Atlanta United, maybe Inter Miami. We maybe. saw LAFC and what yeah. happened? We saw, yeah, you're right. We saw LAFC and nothing really happened there. It's tough, man. Tigres is really strong. They have a great coach. Duca. Yeah, he, Tuca I, Ferretti, love, I love Tuca. Tuca Ferretti is... Dude, that guy's been around forever. I, I was listening to my uncle and my dad, old heads, listen, you know, just talk about him. He said... Well, I'm sorry. They said that whatever team he goes to, he leaves them champions. Mm-hmm. He He's made Chivas champion. He's made mm-hmm. uh, Toluca champion. Mm-hmm. He's made Mexico um, champion. Pumas, he's made maybe? Pumas champion. Yeah. You know what I mean? And now he's made Tigres champion. You know what I mean? Like, this guy does not mess around. This is one of the best coaches of all time. He's best a winner. Of all time. He's a winner. One of my favorite coaches. And yeah. this dude, <laughs> this guy's an asshole, too. Yeah, yeah. So, some of his YouTube videos, bro, they're so funny. How how yeah. big of a fucking asshole he is sometimes. Yeah. I feel hey, like... Go ahead, buddy. Hey, uh, uh, Tuca, Austin FC, 2021. That's the coach we need, man. <laughs> That's the coach we need. <laughs> I got a little cough. <clears throat> That's the coach we need, man. Josh Wolf is going to lose control of this locker room. You think so, dude? Tú no me dices lo que tengo que hacer, boludo. ¿Quién eres, boludo? Si yo soy Tomás Pochettino. Bro, I'm telling you, it's coming. But bro, actually, bro. one thing we can uh, note, I was in contact with a scout from uh, Boca Juniors. And uh, a quick thing to note from that combo was that he said that he's just a great person uh pochettino is one of his like coolest dudes that he knows or some shit like that and i I can just read the message real quick that that way i won't i won't lie to you guys his name is diego diego mazili so look him up on linkedin bro He's a Boca Junior scout. Pretty much what he told me, he said, Gran jugador, gran personal y excelente profesional. Me pone muy contento su presente. Les va a dar muchas alegrías. And so I said, thank you, you know, and uh, I asked him what his best qualities were. And he told me this. Es un volante ofensivo de gran técnica. Mucha visión de juego, muy asistidor. Muy buen uno contra uno con gran remate, tanto de pelota parada como de media distancia. So and that's and that's straight from the Boca Junior Scout. Yep. Straight from the Boca Junior Scout. That's complete to me. That sounds very exciting. Yep. Yeah, man. This dude, Pochettino. Vamos, Pochettino. 
He means business. Wow. Who do you think will wear that number 10? Cecilio Oof. or Poch? Oof. That's tough, I think, huh? I think oh, it's going to be Cecilio. Yeah, you, probably. What do you think? I think it's going to be Cecilio. Pochettino what? Seven? Number 10. Number 10. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Pochettino, I feel like he's going to want to keep his number. 32. 20. Oh, yeah, 32. I thought it was 28. 32. 32. You think and he'll keep 32? I think he will. I think he's that, that weird guy. Give him the seven. I, I, I like him seven. as a seven. Rodney yeah. could get number seven, though. That is true. Yeah, that is true. Rodney could get seven. Maybe Rodney can be 11. Ooh. Mm, he could be 11, but you know who I think that one's going to go to? Who? Mane. Oh. Mane, I feel like he's going to get number 11. That's dope. Because I know for sure, for sure, what I what I do know is that Diego Fagundes is getting number 13. I believe so. I'm sorry. Okay. Oh, shit. I'm, oh, that? shit. I think I got that mixed up. I guess I'd, I'll just say this. For sure, for sure, I know that Romagna is getting number three. Dan Pereira told me what number he was getting, but I think I got it mixed up with Diego Fagundes. Mm. I'm sorry. I think Diego Fagundes is number 14. 14. 14, yeah. 14. That's what it is. Diego Fagundes is getting 14, and Danny Pereira is getting number 13. Okay. That's what it is. Thank you, guys. <laughs> That's Let's what I know see. for sure. Kekuta Mane, he was at some point number 23 in the Whitecaps, 19 in Columbus, 31 in Cincinnati. Not really a lot of consistency to his numbers, mm. so it does might not even matter to him. That's true. True. He might not really care. Yeah. Um, I wonder who's going to be seven, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's going to be a good one. Uh-huh. Ring? Botch. Ring? Botch. Seven. Ring, I, I see more like a six. Yeah, I think he's going to keep his number because he might be captain. Mm-hmm. What do you think he's going to oh. be captain? Ring? Ring. Yeah, ring. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Ring. Yeah. Yeah. Any other questions? Anything else that kind of comes up? More questions at the end. I think I think that was it, right? That was all that we had. I think we did. Uh, we covered a lot today, man. Yeah, man. We did. It was a good show. I think so too, man. Well, uh, shout out to We Are Austin TV. Y'all check them out. I mean, you most likely already follow them. Uh, best content, dude. I, I told you guys last time on Twitter. I and mean, more coming soon. Killing it, man. More coming soon. Um, big stuff coming. Make sure you check out Bright Vertipod on Twitter. Um, check us out on YouTube. We're going to have the video call version on YouTube, audio version on the pod. Um, yeah, man. Maybe you guys can hop on some other time, too. Yeah. Thank you for having us on. It was, it was fun talking about Poch. For real, we appreciate it. Thanks. What are we going to call that guy? Because I don't think we're going to call him Pochettino for long. I feel like we're going to come up with some type of nickname some, for him. Tomás. Boludo. Boludo. Tomás Boludo. Oh, no, no, no. Don't they call him Toto? Toto. Toto. Right? I think they call him Toto. Or that's what his at is on uh, Instagram. Yeah. That sounds very likely. Like the dog from... Uh, Toto. What was that movie? Toto. I forgot the God. what's the name of that movie? Uh I don't know. Wizard dude. of Oz. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wizard of Oz, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But uh before we end the pod, any any recommendations for T V shows for the listeners? Peaky Blinders. Yeah. Peaky Blinders for sure. It's I on heard, heard uh, Netflix. It's on Netflix. It's about uh it pretty much takes place in the early nineteen hundreds. It's about like a a family of British mafia gangsters that rise from nothing to like one of the tippy top families in the whole country doing crimes for Winston Churchill and killing Whoa. people for the for like the crown and stuff. It's a it's a really great show. It's it's an old show with modern actors and modern music, so I feel like a lot of people will like it. Peaky Blinders for sure. Who are you, Bali? T V T V shows or Netflix we don't anything bro 
Uh, TV shows, I like watching. I recommend Red 48. You got to watch Red 48. Oh, my about God. The best show on TV. <laughs> and Netflix, I like, uh, Netflix, I like Dexter. Have you watched Dexter before on Netflix? I heard about Dexter. I, I, I never saw it, dude. I only saw a few episodes. Hey, a lot of people say that it's good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. I like it. I've heard it from, uh, from more than one person. Um, for me, I would say, I mean, I'm hooked on WandaVision, bro. I love Marvel. That's like, uh, I love those movies. So, um, that's a great show. If you, if you, if you like Marvel movies and you haven't seen WandaVision, stop what you're doing, bro. See WandaVision. I guess one, one show we could, we should mention is Club de Cuervos. Incredible show, bro. I, I love, love that show, bro. I binge, love it. Such a good show, man. You need to watch that show. I'm sleeping. Such a good bro, show, Bro, it's so good, dude. It definitely explains a lot about the Mexican League. In a very funny way, it shows how fucked up the owners are, how fucked up the TV deals are, the agents, how fucked up the, the, the players can be. And I'm sorry for cousin so much, but it's just it's such a good, great bro. show. It's such a great show, and it portrays the realities of some of these leagues in a humorous way. Yeah. Yeah, is the the guy that plays uh, Chava the, the Chava, main guy? Yeah, Chava. He's so good, dude. <laughs> he's so great. Yeah. I think he's um, like the the perfect actor for that role. Yeah, he's a he's a good actor. Um, yeah. But anyways, man, thanks for listening to us, guys. Uh, y'all stay safe. Um, Appreciate it, guys. Careful out there. Shout Thank out, you. we're Austin TV, guys. We'll see y'all soon. YouTube content's coming soon, and follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Hold on. Uh, follow me at body.atx. Hit that follow button. Plug it, yeah. Follow we are Austin TV and write better to follow us, baby. We're right here. Let's get it. Y'all take care. It.